0: Bill O'Reilly here, Friday, March 5th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening this week in America. Some good news on the COVID front states across the country are easing virus restrictions as cases drop. Starting next week, all business in Texas and Mississippi can open at full capacity. Movie theaters and music venues can open again in Massachusetts and other states are allowing people to go out and businesses to operate. Millions of doses of a new vaccine from Johnson & Johnson, now shipping to hospitals and pharmacies all across the country. That medication is slightly less effective than Pfizer or Moderna, but the J&J can be stored at room temperature, and it has a longer shelf life, and it's just one dose, not two shots. President Biden promising a vaccination will be available to every single adult by the end of May. Next, some bad news for Governors Andrew Cuomo and Gavin Newsom. The list of Democrats calling for investigations into Cuomo now has reached the top of the Democratic Party. Hillary Clinton, Mayor de Blasio, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and others demanding probes into Cuomo's nursing home scandal and allegations of misconduct against him. Mr. Cuomo's approval rating has dropped from 71% last April to 38% right now. In California, Governor Gavin Newsom is being sued by a handful of high school students in Orange County, south of Los Angeles. The challenge, filed by athletes, cheerleaders, and their parents, says youth leagues have been treated unfairly during the pandemic because college players are allowed to compete. The kids claim Newsom's decision to ban the games is directly affecting their chances at getting into college, especially with athletic scholarships. Finally, children's author Dr. Seuss, the latest victim of the cancel culture, publishers now banning at least six Seuss books, his estate acknowledging some material is a little bit racist and insensitive. But can't you just edit that out of the Seuss books? So the works in question were published between 1930s and 1950s, but they can be revised, correct? Other casualties of the cancel culture, Kermit the Frog, Miss Piggy, Mr. Potato Head. In a moment, listeners, sound off. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract, and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Time now for the O'Reilly update. Message of the day, listeners, sound off. We do this each Friday, and you can reach me, Bill at bill@oreilly.com. Bill at bill@oreilly.com. Very easy. Name and town, if you wish to opine. So let's go to Charles, who lives in Liberty, Texas. O'Reilly, I'm a little confused about what's considered safe after having received both COVID injections. My wife and I are retired and have just completed the second shot. I thought it would be safe to travel domestically after about two weeks. It appears now the CDC recommends continuing wearing masks and we intend to do so. Look, it's safe to travel on a plane because the plane says you have to wear the mask and they, I guess, knocked out the middle seats and the transmission on airlines, according to the CDC, is very, very low. It is in the airport that you got to watch yourself. I would just wear the mask all right? You don't have to wear it if you have the two injections or the vaccine in general. You don't have to wear it at home or anything like that. But if you go into a crowd and the stores still want you to wear it, so that's the, that's the strategy. Just just be careful and you know, err on the side of caution. David is in Norwalk, Connecticut. Obviously, immigration is going to be a big problem. You would think with COVID and the deaths decreasing, the administration would be concerned about testing these illegal people before allowing them into the country. Well, that's not happening. So in Brownsville, Texas, in the bus station there, there is a rapid COVID testing place. And according to the Brownsville officials, more than 100 undocumented aliens, remember, if you get here, if you put your foot on U.S. soil, the Border Patrol comes, you can say, I want to apply for asylum. And then they will process you, give you $1,100 in cash to travel anywhere in the United States you want to. This is the Biden policy. Now, most people don't know that. So in Brownsville, they were testing some undocumented people. I don't think they can force the undocumented to take the test, but a number did and more than 100 tested positive. But the state of Texas and the city of Brownsville could not stop those people from getting on a bus and going wherever they wanted, because it's a federal beef. The feds control immigration. So now what we have is undocumented um, folks coming up from Mexico, COVID positive, they have it, and they're just letting them wander around. Hey, President Biden, is that a good policy? Come on. Arthur is in Rhode Island. Is it true? Undocumented people test positive cannot be held. No, they could be held. But Biden would have to issue the order, the executive order. You'd have to say, for public safety reasons, anybody testing positive that comes in illegally is going to be detained. Yeah, that could happen. Jeffrey in Miami Beach. Bill, you said recently the price of gasoline is rising due to the oil companies wanting to make more money. Well, the underlying crude oil price is up 27 percent year to date. Why do you think that is, Jeffrey? There's plenty of supply. See, oil companies are stockpiling cash. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve the message by putting it together. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know.
1: This podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere.
0: Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. For decades, scary stories and horror movies routinely rank as one of the most popular genres in the USA. Every year, the entertainment industry churns out films, TV shows, books, even musicals meant to keep Americans awake at night. Scary stuff. Today, the trend dominating pop culture, zombies, often portrayed as undead, flesh-eating, decaying corpses, zombies, are now the most popular figure in the horror genre. Unlike many other movie monsters, which are a product of Hollywood studios and imagination, zombies have a basis in reality, and several verified cases have been reported from Haitian voodoo culture. Folklore surrounding the undead has been around for centuries in the Caribbean. Originating in the 1600s, when West African slaves were brought in to work in Haiti's sugar cane fields, Many people who follow the voodoo religion today believe zombies are myths. But some say there are actual people revived after death by a hungan, a religious elder. Shamans use herbs, shells, fish, animal parts, bones, and other objects to create concoctions that can allegedly induce zombie-like conditions if inhaled. The effects could last hours, even days. A 1997 article in a British medical journal described three verifiable accounts of zombies. In one case, a Haitian woman who appeared to be dead was buried in a family tomb only to reappear three years later. Wow. Some say it's a hoax, of course. Today, the undead, big business. According to NBC News, zombies alone generate $5 billion in the U.S.A. That includes TV shows like The Walking Dead, merchandise, even conventions across the country. And here's something else you might not know. Americans' fascination with zombies is also having an impact on our romantic relationships. Horror fans looking to mingle can find love online at ZombiePassionsNet, a dating website for those interested in the undead. Oh, come on. We've all been on dates like that, haven't we? Back after this.